You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast examining resilience, preparedness, and a positive attitude, an ounce at a time. Once there was a carpet beetle who hated his life. Then something extraordinary happened to change his whole perspective. Allow me to tell you the story. Hey, Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Once upon a time, there was a carpet beetle. For as long as he could remember, his time was constantly spent in a deep forest of fibers that towered over him so high that he could scarcely see the light. Sometimes the forest that surrounded him was so dark that he felt desperate and so isolated. Movement through his world was very difficult. He was constantly reaching and pushing aside the barriers that lay in his path. No matter which way he turned, it was always the same, in every direction, trudging along, struggling with the ever-present obstacles. Then one day, everything just closed in on him. It was so dark. He was completely alone. His fragile hope was gone. What was the point? So he stopped and waited for the sweet release of death. Then there was a sound like rushing air, a brilliant light, and he was lifted up in the air. He wept with relief, then confusion, then fear and dread. Where was he? What was happening? The carpet beetle was in the grasp of a bird who had seen deep in the fibers of a carpet the potential for another easy meal. The bird swooped in and landed briefly and with surgical precision lifted the carpet beetle up out of the only world it had ever known, what it till then had perceived as its prison. The bird landed on the top of a roof and was ready to enjoy a little beetle hors d'oeuvre. Then the bird, for some reason, noted the tears and the terror of the little carpet beetle and took pity on it. "'What is the matter with you, little beetle?' the bird asked. The beetle took a deep breath and said, "'Where where am I? What's happening?' "'Well, I just scooped you up out of the carpet down there, and I was about to eat you. But now it just doesn't seem right,' the bird replied. The beetle's eyes began to adjust, and below it saw the most beautiful sight it had ever seen. "'What is that?' the beetle mumbled its little arms stretching out in the direction of a most stunning carpet below them. The bird and the beetle gazed down for a few moments, taking in the exquisite patterns and colors. "'That is the carpet I picked you out of,' said the bird. "'It's beautiful. I've never seen anything so amazing,' exclaimed the little beetle. "'Yes, it is,' said the bird. "'It is one of the most magnificent carpets ever made. The patterns and colors were created by the most skilled craftsmen, and the contrasts of light are set off brilliantly by the dark. Some colors are deep and rich, and others are just beautiful whispers. Wait, that was where I was? You mean, I have spent my entire existence there? I I had no idea. To me it had just been a moment-to-moment struggle of solitude and a never-ending effort to move about, and sometimes such darkness... I see the darkness too, said the bird, but it's the contrast of the darkness that highlights and accentuates the brilliant colors and allows one to comprehend the beauty of the whole. 
I had no idea, said the little beetle, as its tears of fear and confusion turned to tears of joy. I'm ready. Now that I see the whole, it's enough. I can comprehend the extraordinary beauty that has surrounded my life. My heart is full. I would never be able to ask to return to such a splendor after spending my life ignorantly cursing it. You can eat me now. I'm ready. Little Bird was touched. It had never taken time to speak to its lunch before. It had not even considered its perspective. And now it seemed the bird had made a friend. And eating a friend was just not right. So it picked up the little carpet beetle and returned it to its place in the carpet. Occasionally, the bird would return to lift the happy little beetle above its home. They would enjoy each other's company for a time, and then the beetle would ask to return to its home, happy to be surrounded by the amazing colors and contrasts and patterns of such an amazing abode. This little parable has been shared in several obscure places, with differences in the characters, the setting, and the dialogue. I've looked for the original source so as to properly credit the author, and the following prose was as close as I could come. The Weaver by Grant Colfax Tuller My life is but a weaving between my God and me. I cannot choose the colors. He weaveth steadily. Oft times he weaveth sorrow, and I, in foolish pride, forget he sees the upper, and I, the underside. Not till the loom is silent, and the shuttles cease to fly, will God unroll the canvas and reveal the reason why. The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. He knows, he loves, he cares. Nothing this truth can dim. He gives the very best to those who leave the choice to him. So here's the ounce. Sometimes you're the beetle struggling with life, and sometimes you could be the bird who provides hope, kindness, and a new perspective. When facing disasters and challenges in our lives, it's important to remember that light will follow the darkness. It is the eternal nature of things. The sun always rises. One of the great lies that we often are tempted to believe when we are in crisis is that crisis, with its darkness, will never end but the darkness always flees. All we have to do is wait for it. And yes, it is easy to say and seldom easy to do. And conversely, it's good to remember that we are surrounded by people, some we know and others we have never noticed before, who are struggling. At the very least, be kind. And if you can, be a friend. Any of us can lose hope and be swallowed up in despair. It will pass. And if we reach out, there will be someone who can help, a friend or a family member, a counselor. If you or someone you know feel lost and hopeless and things get really dark, there are places to turn. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24-7 and can be reached at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can call 911 if there's a real and imminent danger for yourself or someone else. Cultivate real friendships and connections before the darkness comes. 
Seek out people with similar interests. Civic and volunteer groups, church and hobby clubs can be great places to meet people with similar interests. Virtual friends may seem important and convenient, but there is no substitute for real human connection when things get dark, so it is important to create those relationships before the darkness comes. And that's it. An ounce. Submitted for your consideration. Blue smoke on the ceiling and a roaring fire in the oven? Was this crisis averted? (laughs) Find out on our next episode. Looking for a little more information on our podcast? Want to give us a comment or ask a question? Want to find some of the other episodes? Please look us up on anounce.org and you'll have an opportunity to do that. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom, an ounce at a time. Hey, that was a really important message. Maybe we should repeat that number for the Suicide Prevention Hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or go to, this is one word, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.